0: Hey, I'm Brock with Brock
1: Entertainment. And I'm Amanda with Amanda Reed Weddings.
0: And this is the I Do IQ podcast, where each and every week we're going to be discussing the latest in wedding and event trends.
1: And we're going to let you know all the things that you need to know in order to make your event the most special.
0: Yeah, and in the end, you will have the best wedding and event experience ever.
1: And something tells me we're going to have a little fun along the way.
0: I don't know about that. I'm a pretty serious guy, Amanda. And this is a serious topic. So... Only seriousness. It's serious business. This is the I Do IQ podcast. Let's begin. Hey, it is Brock.
1: Oh, and Amanda. I'm Amanda. This is a
0: thing now, Amanda. It is a thing. I say my name, and then you say your name. I messed up the first couple of times. I'm better at it now because you <laughs> made such a big deal about it. Now. It's
1: like you're not a professional.
0: I'm Brock, and though. this is Amanda. And this is the I Do I Q podcast. Do you want to introduce your friend? I would
1: love to. I <laughs> would <laughs> love to. We are here today with my very good friend, Shelly Morrison, from the event group. I'm going to let you give your whole spiel about everything that you've ever done and your entire life story in a second. But you are the president, HBIC. I'll let you figure out what that stands for. CEO, well, of everything. The, of the group. Yeah, she's a female entrepreneur, has started a really amazing company several years ago. But I'm going to let you give your, your your story. Let's hear about your background. Oh, Where'd you come from? Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Dark and stormy night, all the stuff.
2: Right. I was born in Salem Springs, attended the U of A, and was a journalism major, actually. Really? Oh, so what did you want to do with that? I wanted to be a magazine writer.
0: Okay. What was was your favorite magazine?
2: Seventeen. Right. (laughs) Cosmo. No. Are you kidding? (laughs)
0: Seventeen. Oh, yeah.
2: I, of course, wanted to follow in Helen Gurley Brown's footsteps and, you know, work for Cosmopolitan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know course. That's awesome. So um, after graduation Mm -hmm. I got a job with the university in their conference and meeting department doing PR, advertising, things like that. Then I was promoted to be a conference coordinator and so I planned meetings and events and that's kind of how this career started. Okay. Okay. And basically the event group started because I didn't get a promotion. I didn't Have anywhere else to go. Can you (laughs) feel the the animosity? Yeah, right? Not over How many years ago was that? (sighs) Too many. I mean, it was in the (laughs) mid-90s. Okay. Wow. I didn't want to work in a hotel even though that's a great job, it just uh-huh. I, I just didn't feel like that was something I wanted to do. And at the time, there weren't really a lot of planners in the area. Mm-hmm. So I started my own business. A friend just said, hey, why don't you start your own business? And I was like, okay. Not sure really knowing right. anything yeah. about it. but I think we can both relate to that. We're like, sure. sure. Okay. Yeah. Into
1: it. All right. Okay. Why not? That sounds yeah, great. And this. when you're
2: just young enough and stupid enough to not realize what you're doing, <laughs> exactly. it works out <laughs> sometimes. So did a lot of things. I was uh, a planner mainly for... Corporate events, conferences, meetings. I coordinated the Chili Pepper Cross Country Festival for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Those types of things. And then in 2000, we expanded into the catering. And that pretty much became the primary focus of the company at that time. So So we... I've been, been going doing since, since then. That's okay. right. That's right. Have you always
1: been a, are you a foodie? Do you consider yourself a foodie? No, I never did, never did. honestly.
2: I just fell into it. Yeah. I mean, I just saw a need at the time in the area. There just weren't a lot of caterers. Mm-hmm. So we saw the need because I was hiring catering for events mm-hmm. that I was helping with. So I just saw the need. And that's how it started. So you thought, why not hire myself? Hire myself. <laughs> well, that's true, though. You'd
1: rather lose that business to yourself. Yeah. You're not going to get, you know, you want to you do that business. Why, I mean, why not? Well, and keep in so mind, need- the
2: biggest perception about me and the business is that I'm the person that actually cooks and sure, produces fair the food. Yeah. And I'm not. Have I, you ever cooked? No, Any not for it, the no. business, <laughs> for my family. <laughs> you just coordinate it and make sure it happens. Correct. Yeah. So I do everything else. I deal with the clients, the relationships there. Uh-huh. I you know, deal with our staff, anything other than producing the food. Mm-hmm. Going back do.
0: to the word relationships and the word <laughs> 17 Magazine, yes. uh, I did subscribe to 17 Magazine when I was in high school.
1: Okay, why? why? Because
0: I wanted to get into the mind of a... Teen girl. That doesn't
1: surprise me in the least. Because I
0: thought maybe I can use this to up my game. Wow. Did it work? No. no. It didn't work. But you what got some I love. Great loved,
1: skin tips. Some you some ever, great skin Did you t- ever read 17 Magazines? It was a great strategy.
0: Yes. So they had a awesome. section of girl horror stories. Yeah.
1: Freaking loved that. That was pretty interesting. It was the best. <laughs> I was always like, who actually wrote these in? Now I think back and I'm like, mm, those were actually just people who like made up these oh, stories. Yeah, for like, sure. I look back. I'm now like, that, we know that the behind real. the scenes. Right. But know? at the time I was for like, sure. oh, I can't believe that happened to that poor yeah. girl. I hope that never happens <laughs> to me, which is exactly what they're. And then the next page, there's an ad for Kotex. And you're like, oh, well, that, <laughs> makes, sense. that makes total sense. Yeah.
0: So. Well, before we move on, let's yeah. get into my favorite part of the show. Opinions. Not opinions. Opinions. <laughs> what? Obsessions. Obsessions. That's it. Find your words. It's <laughs> oh, it starts with an O. What are you obsessed with right now, Amanda?
1: Okay, mine's kind of embarrassing, but I mean, not really. I never watched Mad Men. What? I never watched it. I don't ah. know why. Uh, it's going off of Netflix in... A month. Uh-huh. I'm binging. I'm obsessed. So I'm like, I'm a hardcore. Are interior. you done with it? Or, what, no, or how I'm far through, into No, I'm about it. halfway probably. And So are you a big just,
0: fan of Don Draper?
1: Embarrassingly, yeah. yeah. Like, he's terrible, but Like, he's when you're
0: watching it, are you
2: doing Of course that? I am. I'm, yeah, uh-huh. I'm
1: swooning for sure. Yeah? I'm on the Draper
2: train. I okay. Guess. I mean, Don Draper is the <sighs> ultimate bad boy. He is. He, he all is. all want. You know, well, absolutely. even <laughs> in the last <laughs>
0: season, towards the end, where you're like, because he kind
1: of I know he's dark. I know there's yeah. a lot of dark in there for sure. And, and don't I tell see. the
2: ending. But <laughs> I will say that I wasn't disappointed with the ending. Of no, the I wasn't either. It made yeah. sense. Many people were. I yeah.
1: somehow have managed to kind of like stay away from the spoilers for all these years. And I just don't know why I never, I just never picked up on right. it. And now I'm like, any it's free good, second right? of the day, I'm like, <gasps> and I don't, I don't, yeah. So I'm like trying to catch up and get all, I, and I love that era. I love that time. The advertising we were talking about mm-hmm. a minute ago. I'm like, <gasps> oh my gosh, it's just like, that is just, that's, that's.
2: Our Does that world. make
0: you wanna switch careers and get into the advertising game? Not in smoke the least. tons of cigarettes. A lot of cigarettes. Not
2: to not when you're a woman. Not as sure. a <laughs> woman, no. Or no. well,
0: that one woman.
1: <laughs> she's she's pretty cool. She's getting it. Yeah. But, if you haven't yeah.
0: watched Mad Men, you gotta watch Mad Men. Yeah,
1: Man. but you've got a month. It's it's all well by the time this airs less than a month yeah. it's off June 10th it's off in and then where is so it going i don't know it's up in the air. they could rebid for it i don't know i've been i've been researching. But it was,
0: it should be on AMC they'll all pick it back times, up yeah. i think so
1: yeah so it'll i mean uh, i'll be able to catch it on you know b- hurry, binge weekends and stuff it. but yeah.
2: i'm going to finish it yeah
0: so good shelly yeah. what are you uh, obsessed with
2: uh, If we're talking about tv shows i well you, we don't so have to you can be we don't obsessed have with to. anything okay but if you want to be you can, can <laughs> well, what are you obsessed with you know, my husband and I, we were really into Longmire, and it's mm-hmm. on Netflix, too. I've not watched Longmire. Never seen okay. that, You so. have to watch it. It's about a sheriff in Wyoming, and there's a Native American piece to mm-hmm. it and a lot of corruption, and it's just really good. Okay. Basically the story of my life. <laughs> That's oh, right. right. Absolutely. I mean, you are know. you the sheriff or the
1: Native American? I'm the Native American. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips is in oh. it. Oh. Okay. I like a little bit of a flashback. Lots here. of
2: stars that you'll see in other shows, okay. like Ozark. I've heard of it, but mm-hmm. I've just never seen
1: it. Yeah, I've heard you of know. it too, and I just haven't. It just hasn't popped up into my my feed enough to make me, yeah. make me turn it on. So And Interesting. reading,
2: Interesting. I mean, I'm reading constantly. Yeah. I read at night before bed. So I hope I, to learn
0: to read someday.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> I love a dream to read. of mine.
1: <laughs> I love to read, but I just never make enough time for it. I yeah. just don't, and I hate that. About, I mean, I, when I actually sit down and read, I can read, you know, five or six books and. You know, in a couple of weeks. In a couple a, years. In a couple years, <laughs> in my life. No, I? I, I
0: used to love to read when I was a kid. Yeah. And even into my teens, but I don't know. Yeah. Book on tape now. That works. Or just listen to a podcast.
1: That can't. I do a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. too.
0: For sure. So my obsession yeah. right now is I'm actually wearing it. It's these built T-shirts. B Y L T. This podcast brought to you by Built T-shirts. <laughs> Stop it! We don't have sponsors.
1: No one is paying you. Well, I love
0: these shirts. Uh, they're like form-fitting, not really form-fitting, but they're like workout shirts. They don't sweat, they don't um, they don't wrinkle. And this shirt I have on, I accidentally washed it with some Burt's Bees. Burt's Bees. This uh, podcast brought to you by Burt's Bees. Um, and it left grease stains on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, oh god, how do you get out of grease stain? How do you get out of grease stain?
1: Um, I think chalk. Chalk is supposed to be one of the things you
0: uh, use. Even after you've washed it and dried it. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm. know about that. But anyway. What about you? <laughs> I don't know. After the drying it's I, tough. I don't know given that it would that work. Post. Dish soap. Uh, oh,
2: yeah. Like
0: Dawn. Dawn, yeah. yeah. Dawn soap. So what you grease? do is you lay it out, put it on all the stains, mm-hmm. and just let it sit for several hours and it gets it out. Okay. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that till my sister in law told me. Mm-hmm. And I was so bummed because this is one of my favorite Shirts that I have from them and I have a bunch of them and so I went and bought the same shirt again on their website And then she told me the next day and so now and I have two. two of these shirts. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> built Apparel. Check them out online.
1: I, one day someone's going to actually <laughs> we're gonna, bite. this is going to happen. Know.
0: But yeah, I really like yeah. the shirts they make tank tops, they make shorts, they make pants. It's kind of a
1: Let's talk about since we're talking about tank tops. How do we feel about the man the man tank?
0: I wear tanks a lot. I know lot. you do. Not only when I in work public? out or when I DJ <laughs> yeah, weddings. In
1: public. Oh, I mean, stop. it's a
0: thing when I DJ weddings. <laughs> if it's warm, at least 30 degrees or more, I'm wearing I'm wearing a tank. <laughs> because i want the guests to feel like that guys uncomfortable, fun. uncomfortable no, want them to feel I, I, uncomfortable a friend of mine is <laughs> a is a photographer in michigan and he sent me a picture one time he's like dude check this out and the dj was wearing glasses a tank top and shorts and he panned and everybody else is in tuxedos oh my gosh. <laughs> he's like i don't know who this guy is but he's probably going to be really fun no i don't i only wear oh. tank tops when i work out or yeah. i'm going to swim or something like that i'm not just wearing tank tops just show off my muscles.
1: I just feel like the, <laughs> that's fine. I feel like the 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 accessories you have under your arms are just a little too much for a tank top. Under arm hair? Yes. Don't have that. Okay, well, fair so, enough. There you go. Uh, I'm not.
0: Under-arm. I'm not. I keep mine trim. Okay. Or I don't shave it, but it's really trim because I don't like underarm hair.
1: All
2: right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I learned it's that not. from
0: my friend, Miles Whitboyer. Check out Miles Whitboyer Boyer <laughs> Photography <laughs> online.
2: Stop it. And if it's not poking through. <laughs> and I don't have yeah. chest hair either. <laughs> I don't really do chest okay. hair. Okay. Okay. Then you're right. I don't do
0: body hair. You're good. So fun okay. facts <laughs> with let's leave it, it let's leave it at the belt. Let's
1: leave it at the belt. Let's get into
0: <laughs> the nitty gritty of catering. First off, I, I have a kickoff question. Taste testing. Ah. Food tasting. How does that work? Where do we go? from the beginning
1: Well first of all he's very upset that you didn't bring him samples today. He's trying he's to work around He's trying to this was work, tasting, <laughs> trying oh to work his way around Oh my I, I was didn't a, think about a, oh, it. This is really good. Huh. Oh, <laughs> he <laughs> hmm. didn't really want to talk to you. He really uh, just wanted uh, you to bring Amanda some I
0: said, "Hey, I got Shelly. She's going to be bringing some food." <laughs> it was a tasting I said, all right, this be <laughs> and great. I didn't know it. Yeah. So sorry. what what what's the initial like I'm we're a couple. How does this start when we're booking our catering?
2: So the the thing that no- normally happens is they, a person, a bride, a groom calls and they say, we want to know how much it would cost <laughs> to cater our wedding and can we schedule a tasting? Huh? And you're like, uh, well, let's jump back a little right. bit first. Let's get some details, you know, find out a little bit more about what you're expecting. My biggest thing is I don't do a tasting without first doing a written proposal of a menu. Mm -hmm. And because a couple of things, they may not can afford something until they know what the price is right. so i don't want to have them taste something that they potentially can't afford and love it and love yeah. it and then be really disappointed mm-hmm. you know and it wastes their time and hours so i do the written proposal first we go over the menu and then we taste the things that they might be most unsure about when people want to taste like a garden salad or rolls. I mean, that's just kind of... They're just looking for it's a meal. Yeah. You know, they're looking for a free meal. Yeah. So <laughs> just taste the things that you're not sure about. Uh-huh. Um, now, we can certainly do the whole meal if they want that experience. The tasting at that point would have a charge. So we do our tastings complimentary, provided they're just trying two or three things that they're right. just trying to decide between. So that's no, how I like,
0: I like what you said to begin this is, let's jump back. When you do get a lot of emails or calls, and the first question is, How much do you cost? What do you cost? Well, there's a bunch of information that I need, you Mm -hmm. know, as a a wedding DJ Mm -hmm. that you need as a planner Mm -hmm. that you can't just... Put a number on. It's like, well, yeah. are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing yeah. this? So if if you're listening to this and you're getting married, take that into consideration. Don't just jump out and say, what are your charges? What
1: are your rates? Yeah, you know,
0: some of those emails I get, oh, uh, we're getting married on this date. How much do you cost? Uh, <laughs> well, here's a, a list of questions I need answered yeah, before right. and we go hate, into that.
2: You hate to be like an order taker. Right. I mean, sure. you're trying, at least I'm trying, with the food. And I'm sure you are with the music because you want to know what they're all about, Uh a little bit more about them so that you can talk intelligently about what you might suggest Uh in the way of music. Same with food. We have, you know, a set menu to send to people for one thing to kind of make sure they know what things cost and they can see what a budget could look like. Uh And there are some people that have never planned an event before and they just don't know what things cost. They've never hosted a party. They have no idea. So that kind of, I don't want to say weed some people out, but the person that has a very unrealistic budget and I have seen budgets at $3 a person. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. So for those people, it either... You just (laughs) send them a picture of the dollar menu (laughs) at
0: both Taco Bell if you want Mexican or McDonald's. (laughs)
2: It either weeds those people out or it makes them realize, okay, we need to up our budgets Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I think
0: food is a big thing. You don't realize how much it costs per person right. going in, especially if you've never planned an event. I know at my wedding, I had no idea. Right. And they're like, no, oh, this would be about 15 to $20 per person. I'm like, what? what? Huh? For what? I don't even like these people that much. <laughs> uh, what and about hors d'oeuvres? That.
1: Well, and then multiply that out by 250 yeah, people. Uh-huh. Or sometimes they're like, well, my food budget is $3,000, and I've got five, you know, 500 people invited. And I'm like, McDonald- dollar menu. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's really not a way to make that work uh-huh. um, in a... In a way that you're gonna be happy.
0: You just don't realize food it just costs so up. much well, more. Well
1: and then labor. It's not yeah. just like slapping this hunk of beef on the table like there's a whole lot of preparation that goes into that and y'all you spend a lot of time we do and so
2: that's why we're trying to find out a little bit more and develop a relationship Mm -hmm. with them so we can find out if we do want to customize a menu that's something they just really have to have or love we can do that so instead of being an order taker and just like okay when's your wedding you know and going down that whole list we really try to develop a relationship and hopefully be friends you know with our Mm -hmm. brides and And grooms. I've noticed lately, though, the last couple of years, I feel like we've received a lot more calls from the grooms. It's almost like they've said, okay. We've got to sign this guy something to do. <laughs> Give him a job. So dog. let him call the caterer. And he, unfortunately, doesn't always know. They're the ones typically yeah. saying, Are you available this day? And how, how much, much is it going to cost? And we've been this out. I've been wasting out. Yeah. And so we try to help them out, send out some information. We know they're going to have to go back and uh. talk to the real <laughs> boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Whether it be the bride or her parents or someone. So we do that. But it's really just about the tastings. They're just part of it. And we don't mind doing them just as long as it's in a controlled way. Yeah. Agreed.
1: Well, they can be a free-for-all. They definitely can be a free-for-all. And, and things, you know, kind of get out of hand sometimes when, when discussing all the different options. Because I have had clients before, none that we related to necessarily. But I've had one. I mean, their menu is all over the place. And we had it took the caterer coming back in and going, okay, we can do this. But you're getting up into the hundreds of dollars per head based on all these different options that you're wanting. Is that really what you want to do? And they were kind of like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> no, not so much. And it was a great menu, but it was like, you don't have to feed your people an around the world menu. Like, it doesn't have to literally be something from every place you've ever traveled to. Like, let's hone it back in. Have you ever fear. done that, though? And no. Have you ever done that? It's super that? fun. Yes, yeah, yeah.
2: for a corporate event. I
0: did it for a wedding. Yeah. So over here was a whole Italian set, mm-hmm. like, Anything Italian you can think of. Yeah. Over here was a Mexican bar. Yeah. And they had like three or four different I've done that.
1: Yeah. At I a wedding. Think, actually, of I think we did over that 500 people. Yeah. Wow. It was
0: insane. Yeah. And it was so good. Yeah.
1: I've not done one that big, it was, but I have yeah. done different stations with like, this is kind of the italian dish. Yeah. This is the tacos. And it goes over very well. People I like don't variety. know
0: how much they spent on that. Oh, and it was I also, I mean, this was in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Yeah. And it was in... The arena for the college basketball team. Oh, is wow. where it was. That's how many people they had, and Gosh. it's the only place that they could fit them all. Okay. It was nuts, but uh, yeah, it was great eating, and it Good was eating. right in front of me. So
1: you don't eat anything though. <laughs> no. no. I
0: know
2: they had you a couple of
0: things. It. They had a hummus, and <laughs> he's about vegan, all I I so it's like
2: know. impossible. I, yeah, I have him at events. I try yeah. to feed him. It's hard to, he's hard to. feed.
0: <laughs> so, how right. many events do you typically do? You know, every year. All together, and then break it out from like weddings and you know corporate events, and
1: you don't have to count twenty no. twenty. if you don't
0: want
2: to. <laughs> Just you in general, excite. like
1: you can exclude twenty twenty from oh, the
2: count for sure. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, that's so hard. I would say we do around on average three to four hundred events a year. Yeah probably 60% of those are corporate related and the other percentage. And what do you like better,
0: weddings? corporate or weddings? Cuz they're they're pretty different.
2: <laughs> they're different. I would say we spend less time on corporate events. Uh-huh. It's usually I'm talking to the client. It's someone that's a repeat client most of the time. I know what they want. A lot of times they let me pick you Uh know the food. We have a theme. I just have a lot more freedom to just go with it. Weddings, we spend a lot more time especially if there isn't a planner. We're put into that role a lot of times as far as the layout and the timeline and a lot of the details that we just have to know in order to do our job Mm -hmm. but it really isn't our job to do but we have to do it. So I would say I love what I do, so I, it's hard for me to really pick one. But as far as easiest, it would be corporate. Okay. For yeah. sure. I would say the same. I mean, Even I would too. In, I think in, any of us. It's not
1: emotional. They're able to say, all right, I've got a party. I've got this. I need this. I need this. There, it's a lot easier to yeah. just kind of dictate the things that they're requesting. And that's it. It's not emotional for the most part. Right. Yeah. And
2: and usually we have less people involved. And so when it's just up to me, I can really make it something yeah, awesome. And, yeah. Yeah. If we're dealing with a lot more people that you're trying to please, Mm -hmm. it tends to be more like, you know, focused in bit. So. Absolutely.
1: Let me ask this. This is something that I have experienced, and I'm, I'm curious to know your take on this. But when, if someone were to say, "Well, we really like this, but we also really like this restaurant that you know they they offer catering. Our, our friends, our friends offer catering at this <laughs> restaurant. What would you say to someone who were who was who was considering hiring a restaurant as their caterer? Okay. No shade to any restaurants. Let me no. make that very okay. clear. Some, some restaurants it's are a, good at that. Yeah. Right. Yes, and I'm going so right to let you. So I have to
2: start out because I have tons of friends in the restaurant business. Absolutely. We have lots of restaurant favorites that we go to. Yes. I love our restaurant friends. And a few of them do a great job that do profess to do full service catering. Uh-huh. Agreed. But there is a huge difference between restaurant catering and full service event catering by and large. Okay. I mean, the fact that we take and put so much time into it at a restaurant, you're trained in one location. Pretty much the same menu, the same staff catering, we're going to tons of locations all over the area. Mm -hmm. We have to be experts about each location Mm -hmm. and know what works great at this location, what doesn't work so great at this location. We have to know what they include. Is there an ice machine? Do they have, you know, how do we unload here? All of the things. Do they have running water? For sure. Yeah. (laughs) That's Um, a big deal. (laughs) it's It's a very big deal. Right. We have to know and be so flexible. We have to perhaps turn the room over, flip it, you know, unexpected surprises. I just think that restaurants aren't as equipped to handle that Mm -hmm. as a full service caterer. Right. And you can adapt to those changes too. We are. We can adapt so quickly. Uh No wedding or event goes off without some sort of change. We can plan and have it just as planned as we want it to be and just think it's just Perfectly planned, and there will be some sort of something always that happens. <laughs> and, Every single time. you know, yep. it's fine, but we can roll with that. Mm-hmm. Restaurants, maybe not so much. We also make sure we have plenty of staff. There's a big difference between catering and delivery.
1: Absolutely, there is. Um,
2: or delivery mm-hmm. with one person when you have 300 people to feed. right. Okay. Or just the equipment we use. All of this goes into an experience that is way above the food. It's about so many other things. So
0: how do you handle a situation where more people show up and they didn't order enough food? Mm.
2: I really haven't had that happen too often. Yeah, I think people are, I'm pretty, pretty, what's the word? I I pretty much discuss all of this in our meetings with, the you're clients very transparent. and know, you're very you know, and you're very
1: you're very honest and open with your clients. I am. Reason.
2: I try to be. I try to tell them if something will work or not, mm-hmm. if I think it won't work, if I think it will make them look bad, I will let them know. It's their decision then if they choose to follow my advice. Right. You know, they may have been planning this one event, but we've planned thousands of exactly. events. Exactly. So, and then later when they choose to do what they wanted to do and it happens the way I said it would, I mean, I hate when that happens. Basically. But it's not on you because you right. warned them. But it does yeah. happen. Try, yeah, I try so, to tell you. Right.
1: I've had an experience once with a caterer, not your company, obviously, because you know the story I was going to tell. But I, I've had one. The buffet was too short. They spent a large amount of money on the food for this event. Mother of the bride doesn't have a plate. I go to, you know, my team goes to prepare her a plate. And there's literally nothing left oh, for her. Oh, my gosh. Nothing left for her. And I mean, I'm like scraping together the last few kind of dried potatoes that I could, I mean, like two half pieces of salmon i tried to kind of squish together for her and i took it to the caterer and i was like there's no, what am i supposed to feed the person who's paying the bill and she just kind of looked at me like i don't know <laughs> yeah that but so to me and i'm not i'm not like a um i'm not really a three strikes you're out kind of person i'm certainly not a one strike you're out kind of person but for me that kind of did it for there to not be a little bit of a backup a little bit of a especially knowing what they had spent on this for them to have run out, it d- it didn't make sense. It didn't add up to me at all.
0: So let's role play this with Shelly.
1: Okay. Pretend like
2: <laughs> you are doing this as oh my her gosh. Let's see her reaction. No, 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 no. That wouldn't have happened though, because that wouldn't it would have Let me tell you what might have happened in that case. And if what can happen is the guests go through the line, we're waiting on the pictures to Uh finish. And so sometimes they go ahead and let the guests go ahead and eat. Did that happen in this case? Uh, Probably. I'm sure it did. So that means the wedding party, the parents, they're not there right now. Of course. So the guests have gone through the line. If it's taking a long time and you're now having people come back for seconds, that's where that can happen. That did not happen. Clarify that that is, did not happen. Okay. That did not happen. You well,
1: go to but. Uncle
0: Gary's plate and you say, Give me that salmon. You already had some. That's
2: right. for Martha. Right. Back off. So, what we do is we really, we're watching and we're making sure that everybody's been through. Now, of course. We will not replenish the very last of everything until we know the wedding party has there arrived. That's, that's when, great. When yeah. we hear you announce them, yeah. then it's like we a refresh more, the buffet. Yeah. Uh-huh. We get it all out there where it looks nice again and not like somebody's just yeah. thrown food all around the mm-hmm. table. And we are ready for the people that paid most likely and right. the bridal party. Well, that's well, a also- good
0: tip for for
3: any
1: it other is.
0: caterer out there that isn't doing it that way. That's, That's actually really smart. I do that, like that. Right.
1: I think that relates to very carefully planning how the event goes to how the event is structured in that, you know, the, everyone comes in, they eat, they're seated, and knowing when those certain people that need to be fed I.e., mother of the bride, father of the bride, potentially bride and groom. Most of the time, you know, I think you and I both try to feed them separately because we know that they're not going to. So by the time they move into the event, the party starts. You know, then, you know, everybody's eaten, everybody's kind of finished up. And then we move on to letting our friend Brock take over. But yeah. I, it was painful to watch. I know I know that would never, ever happen. So I wasn't trying to throw you on the spot there. Oh, but no, it was, no. It hurt my heart to then back walk out to the mom and be like, here go. It's the best I could do. What was her reaction? She was surprised. Yeah. I think she was disappointed.
0: And you're like, I'm dis- disappointed too. Can't also, you see it in my face? Also, and
1: just no, and you know, it never came up again. So maybe, maybe she'd had enough cocktails and she didn't really care. I don't really yeah. know. She wasn't overly concerned about it, but it really bothered me just knowing that this woman had written a very hefty check for a considerably smaller group. I mean, it wasn't a huge amount of guests uh-huh. and, and to have run out of food just didn't feel, it didn't feel right. Something, I, I don't know, they, I don't know that they skimped, but I don't feel like that they over-prepared enough. Cause then with the buffet, I know you, you're right. They could they could go through a second time. Or they just could, take too
0: much the first time. My husband yeah. is
1: one of the worst. I mean, if <laughs> a serving is a couple of meatballs, he's taking six. I mean he's he definitely he needs is, that protein. <laughs> he's definitely one of those guys. <laughs> but he's definitely one of those people that gets its plate full. Yeah. And, you know, that balances out. But anyway, I don't know. I just think it's very it was, it was painful to watch, though. It really was. And it, it hurt to walk up to her and be like, here's the best I could do. Sorry. So
0: speaking of a, of a buffet, there's different types of yeah. ways you can you feed people at a wedding. Buffet, you know, uh, individually. What do you like the most? And what do you see the most at wedding?
2: Well, certainly we see buffets the most. Uh-huh. At just because that's
0: the easiest? It's or?
2: probably... The easiest, it's the least expensive. Okay. When you go into a plated meal, which is the next option, Mm -hmm. that can cost more because of the labor. But it's certainly a more formal serving style. And then the stations that you brought up earlier Mm -hmm. that can have different types of food. Those are very popular right now. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing a lot of those. And then the
1: family style. Family style. Yes. Thank you. Family style. I knew where you are going. Which
2: isn't my favorite Mm -hmm. at all so of that that's my least favorite
1: it's been super trendy the last couple of years i've had a lot of people request it don't think that's going to happen again for a while i think that's probably off the table style, right? yeah i think it's off the table for the foreseeable future what about
0: buffets how is that going to work
2: Right so we we can still do buffets but our staff has to personally serve each item to the mm-hmm. guests so we'll be on the back side of the buffet uh-huh. and So nobody
0: will be re- the guests won't be reaching over They anymore. won't be touching
2: anything I of the like that anyway I prefer it anyway too I really do That right. way you
0: won't run into that situation yeah. where Uncle Eddie is getting way too much of the green stuff or the <laughs> red stuff
1: That
2: was the blue stuff The only (laughs) only thing that you might have to consider as a planner when you're looking at this Mm -hmm. is to make sure that you realize it's going to be slower now. Mm -hmm. So you might want to account if there's space for more lines, more staff. And it will cost a little bit more now because an event that I have coming up next week that would have required two staff, now I need four staff. Okay. So it's just it's a little bit more because of that, but I think it definitely outweighs the risk. So (laughs) everything's
1: more labor intensive right now, though. I mean, and that's I think I think people are starting to understand that, but it's just everything we're doing is taking a little bit more effort, a little bit more work, a little bit more pen to paper, just trying to figure out how to make it happen. We've had multiple conversations already about one particular event, and so thinking through how can we make this happen as close to what their initial wish was and still maintain the safety level that that we all have to right now yeah you know so and you won't
2: even be able to have a beverage station right now oh really we'll Mm -hmm. have a station but there'll be a staff member assigned to the station so they will fill your tea or whatever the beverage is and hand it to you you know what they should do
1: get ready Uh ready for this what is it
2: uh no
0: I had two things, actually. Was this really an idea? When serving food, you could be like Lambert's, Home of the Throat Rolls, just hock the rolls go. to people. Fair enough, yeah. That was my first thing. Okay. Uh, the second one is you just hand out, and this could be your takeaway gift from the wedding. Okay. Helmets, and you could put the beverage in, in the, each side the Oh, like the helmet. beer helmets. Yeah.
1: With oh. It says the couple's great. name,
0: now Brock and Amanda, in their wedding date, and then you just have the people go by, you need a refill, and refill their...
1: That's helmet. the second time he's referenced us getting but you know in this what? conversation.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's, you're here. Um, <laughs> it, convenient. It, you would have to have a chin strap because if you're out on the dance floor right. with the helmet, but you don't want it to But that might interfere
2: with the mask. I know. How, oh how, how do we work the helmet, the <laughs> mask? Well, maybe
0: maybe it's a whole contraption, like a mask helmet. Inventa. I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas. Here. He's
1: looking for a new sponsor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's looking for a new sponsor. Today, I, I do
0: IQ brought to you by Stop. the helmet, mask, uh, Face thing. drink, jig. Million, <laughs> <dollar idea. laughs> Million dollar <TM>. idea. Million dollar idea. TM. Trademark. <laughs> What's up next? Amanda? Oh
1: my gosh. I love it. I want to know if you feel like the event group, I don't know if we've even said the name of the company in the last Thirty minutes, but it has been
0: on the screen. (laughs) Good, okay,
1: good. Thank you, producer. Thank you for showing me. No, I want to know. Do you have? Do you feel like you have a signature dish? Do you feel like you have something that is like you're well known for, or that you execute extremely well? Like, what do you feel like is maybe your specialty?
2: Well, we have so many things. We have some things on our menu that have been on the menu for twenty years, just because they're so popular, like Mm -hmm. our bruschetta. Um, Oh, I
0: love your bruschetta. Oh my god, and you can eat that. I can eat it, (laughs) and I'm in the back, and I'm like. (laughs) They come by and like, oh, would you like some bruschetta? I'm I'll like, take yep.
2: 10.
1: So good. It is so good.
2: We have a couple of new chefs that have been with us since the fall. And so we have been producing some really great new favorites. The thing that I'm loving right now is, unfortunately, we had this event that canceled. It was a university event. But we had created this whole Arkansas-themed menu, not Razorback, but Arkansas. So things that Arkansas produces with rice, grapes, You know, poultry, you can imagine all the things in the state. Love this. Um, And it was so cool. I really want to see more of that creativity in menus, even with a wedding. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it would be fun to have more themes that are Mm -hmm. just something special for the bride. Grandma's biscuits. Exactly. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. just making it a signature thing for the event. I'm really loving Southern food with a twist. What's the twist? Well, like you have mac and cheese, but it's just a little bit better. You're using Gruyere and you're using, you know, fancy cheese and maybe some truffle oil. And you have... It is a twist. uh, A a lot more upscale-ness to it. So that's what I love right now.
0: So how do you deal with people who may have food allergies, maybe vegan and they're super cool how do you deal with that especially if you don't know beforehand well we have to
2: know beforehand okay. because if we show up at the event we don't have anything there other than the food that we brought to okay. create something right. or we're in a space that doesn't have a kitchen yeah. <laughs> that we could cook in even if we wanted to so people are pretty good about telling us any of the allergies or special diets i mean we have gluten-free vegan vegetarian i don't see hardly Anymore, I know, it's that's more really gluten free and mm-hmm. vegan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the gluten free people though that are drinking beer online. That I love. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. that doesn't make any sense.
1: I think that's. I think there's a big difference, and there is between celiac. Totally. And gluten free. There is. I yes. don't like gluten. I don't feel great when I have gluten. Okay, that's different than my body can't process it properly. Right. I have a right. I have a genuine allergy to this. So that's very interesting. So those, those, you those can are, have an
0: intolerance to gluten too, where it just right. makes you feel. Yeah. Eh, right. But do you want to hear fun fact? Do you like Let's Moscow hear. mules? Yes. They have ginger beer in them. Yes. Ginger beer is gluten free. Okay. Oh, it's nice. not made with wheat just awesome yeah i will say when
2: I we do know it's candy. an <laughs> actual allergy uh-huh. we are so careful like yeah. if there's someone that has a seafood allergy and there's seafood on the menu we will change gloves wash our hands oh, wow. even before all the stuff that's going on now yeah. and prepare their plate first so that I love there's that. no possibility that anything's contaminated. I and love make to know sure that have it. because I don't want anyone to get sick or no. go into shock or something no. horrible that'd at be, a wedding. Yeah, that'd be the worst. That would be what uh,
0: what food? Going back to what signature dish you have? What do you think you're known for food wise? At uh, the event group, gosh,
2: I think our garlic mashed potatoes. Mm. We are. It's been years since I've had
0: those because wah, I've wah. been vegan for so long. But I do remember them, and they were delicious. Yes.
2: Is there a decent
1: substitute for mashed potatoes? Like mashed cauliflower? That's not the same.
2: It is good, but it, it's, it's not the same. the same. No, and you have to put chicken broth in it. And yeah, that kind <laughs> <just laughs> of. <not laughs> <the same. laughs> yeah, same. Yeah,
1: your potatoes are pretty. Our chicken
2: marsala is very popular. Legit. Mm-hmm. Has yeah. that been on the menu for all 20 years? Or? No, it hasn't. Okay, who came well, up with that? One well, of your chefs? you know, it's a obviously it's a known dish that has been around forever. We had a marsala that we had On the menu, and I never liked it that much, so I wouldn't sell it. Yeah, yeah. so there's things we on want the menu. Chicken salt. Uh, Yeah, do you? I know, don't think you do. do you know, I really want you to have this instead. <laughs> like, if I like it, then I'm selling then you're it. Gonna, you know? sure. So, we changed it up a couple of years ago, and it's just so popular. We have people in for a tasting, and they're trying to decide between two chicken dishes, and they almost always pick that one. That so. one, right? So,
0: Amanda, what'd you have
2: at your wedding, food
0: wise?
1: I had a giant, like, overflowing buffet. My vision was just, like, food that just kind of was piling out of every... I mean, and I'm, I don't even... Gluttony. Know. Is was it yeah, dinner Gluttony. or heavy hors d'oeuvres? It was dinner, but, okay. but comprised of a lot of heavy hors d'oeuvres uh-huh. as well. So, but my, I mean, it was almost very, like renaissance feast with like the grapes Jeez. spilling out uh-huh. it was beautiful like the chef that we used was it, was, it wasn't it was here
0: did you have scantily clad women walking <laughs> did around not. like a roman empire was uh jim ed wearing a greek toga? Toga. toga yes he was i could see him doing that yeah it was it was beautiful <laughs> oh my yes. gosh
1: no yeah I, I, that was kind of my vision and of course it was you know met a long time ago many years ago and now like,
2: things are a lot more streamlined Oh yeah, a lot more modern a mm-hmm. lot more contemporary with you know The things that I'm lacking right now that work perfectly with the state that we're in for safety are the small plates. Mm -hmm. Those have been around for a while, but really hasn't caught on in this area. And that's just a perfectly pre-portioned small, let's say it's a wonderful piece of beef with a mashed potato or something, in a very small portion on a small plate, but then you have several small plates to make up your meal just had a great idea. Oh gosh. Oh no. And there's
0: another thing that you could do where it would have your name and stuff on it. Kay. Like a happy meal for your guests. It has the food in it, has a small plate in it, and they take it, you just hand it out, they open it up, the whole thing folds down. Yeah. And the food's right there. So you're not it's having magic. A, Serve the food; it's already there. Already Happy meal beautiful. style,
2: I think for it's sure. Final. But let's get a little classier <laughs> with the packaging. Well, I mean, the packaging <laughs> would look
0: nice. It wouldn't be, and there wouldn't be any prize. And I mean, you no. Put why put wouldn't there be a
2: prize? You should have a prize. Want? We could have a prize. Golden yeah.
1: egg. I don't know. Or you, you put
0: the if they're doing. Um, do you want a color bubbles, page? Put... <laughs> yeah,
1: because we all do bubbles for our
0: getaway. Or when you <laughs> open it up, there's a, a, a picture of the bride and groom that you can color. Yes. Oh,
2: that's great idea. I love that. Tm. So bento boxes, those are big. Love that. Mm -hmm. That's a cute idea. Mm -hmm. Each guest gets their own little bento box, takes it, eats it. Uh. Yummy.
1: Is that feasible, do you think? Is that something that that you'd be able to make happen? That could
2: be served to the guest individually, or it could be at a station that the guest comes up and grabs their own. You're going to see a lot of individual items, Mm -hmm. whether it be a plated meal that's more traditional Mm -hmm. or just individual plates of small amounts of food, and the guest will get those and come yeah. you know you'll you'll either serve them or they'll come to a station to pick them up so
1: I do love that I actually had a I had a wedding in Dallas this past summer or it was at the Modern Museum, the Modern Art Museum in Fort Worth, actually. And they one of the things that's kind of their specialty on the menu is the micro meals, something similar to what you're saying, where they would go to a chef prepared station and they would get a, a small plate that had you know a protein, a starch, and a vegetable. I like that. That was it was wonderful, and the guests really responded well to it. And I think there were two different two different menu stations, and then like a small salad station. It went over really well. So I've been excited to see that kind of trickling up into our area a little bit too. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think that's. It went over very well.
0: This would be the perfect time to drop the Willy Wonka gum.
1: <laughs> like in the
0: movie that has oh, it's roast beef and mashed potatoes. Oh, it's dessert, it's blueberry pie. Exactly. Like that would be perfect. Beautiful. Right now is yeah. the time. Perfect. Willy Wonka, calling you out.
2: Oh, my gosh. Stop it. <laughs> well, Quick. Today's
0: show brought to you by Willy Wonka the <laughs> oh, <no>. Chocolate Factory.
2: <laughs> so for the person that does want stations not yeah. serving yeah. style, this would be a nice a great compromise. Idea. Mm-hmm. You could still have your stations. It's just not self-serve. It's just self I actually really
1: prefer. Again, I really like that better than, you know.
2: Okay, so here's a question then. How big
0: are these stations? And yeah. I know a lot of venues in this area, depending on the people, can be smaller mm-hmm. and it's hard to fit in. A big buffet with you know so many guests in attendance because I know you know as a DJ they're like well there's really no room for you well where are we gonna where are we gonna set up <laughs> I know like how are we gonna play music well we want you outside and then okay. Down the corners. corners yeah so how does having more than one station work and with a layout of a room.
2: Well, it is going to depend on the space, but you're going to probably have to dismiss by tables anyway because mm-hmm. people can't just be lining up. You can't right. have 100 people lining up somewhere. So that, and you would have a station, like a work table in the back with the chef or helper in the middle, almost like a bar, and okay. then the table where the food is placed on it in front for the guests to take.
0: So how many weddings do both of you attend where they just... Let a free-for-all of people just go to the buffet.
2: Most of them, they don't usually oh, I hate dismiss that. by table. I
1: don't, well, but I hate dismissing by table. So I tend, my technique, and we've kind of worked this together, but I tend to try to like graciously go to each table. Hi, the buffet is open if you yes. want to head on up there. And it's a trickle and a few more people. Right. Few. It doesn't, and eventually, yes, they're all in line, but I really hate the Well, because then calls. you just have... All right, table 10, yeah. you're up.
0: Well, uh, yeah. I hate that. I like I going it. table <laughs> by table because I don't like calling out no, the tables. Because then you no. get the table you're like, huh, when are, we, when we are you going to call us? That? Yeah. Yeah. So going
2: by and letting them And table them 27
1: out. is inevitably pissed every time because they're the last <laughs> table to cry. <come. laughs>
2: right. I mix mad. it up. But... <laughs> well, this is what I do. I find a group of guys. Mm-hmm, True. Because they're always going to be hungry. Right. They got to start. You're and right. so I go up to that group of guys and I'm like, hey, guys, I need your help. Could yep. you go ahead and start the line? The buffet the bride and groom would like us to get started, and you just know, need someone to go first. I just need someone to start us out, and they're like, yeah, "Sure, Heck we'll yeah. help you." And once people see someone go through, yeah. then they all then they all run. Up. But
0: with physical distancing now,
2: right, right. Well, how's that going to work? I
1: think it's going to have to. I'm afraid we're going to the line's going to, go, to do. go down the street. No, you can't do it. We <laughs> all we'll six have feet to apart. Be,
2: yeah. You're going to be saying table two. Yeah,
1: we're going yeah. to have yeah. to call table up.
0: Which is fine. I'd rather that than the line snaking around all the tables for people waiting on food. I'm I'm always like, everyone, there's plenty
1: of food. You don't have to stand in line. You're good. Everybody's Mm going to eat. Yeah.
2: Chill out. Yeah. That that stresses me out, You won't be able to do that anymore, so.
1: Which is a blessing. That's I'm okay with that. For sure. Yay! (laughs) Thanks, big guy. I love it. Are there any other starving styles, maybe kind of relative to what we're all dealing with right now, that you've seen that you think are going to be really popular, that you think maybe are something new? Uh,
2: I really don't. I'm listening to tons of webinars every day from caterers huge catering companies around the world. And mm. really the consensus is plated meals or what I've described to you, individual meals mm-hmm. in some cute container, everything having its own vessel of some sort. That's just the way it's going right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's nothing else that's really an option at yeah. this point. <laughs> no. So
0: just on restaurants, do you think, here's a question for both of you, will buffets go away in restaurants or will they be have to serve the people the food from the buffet I like you were talking
1: about
2: at events i don't know like a golden corral i don't know I don't what know. they will do i'm, I'm not really a giant not.
1: fan of a buffet I don't, a restaurant anyway i don't, either, I, don't so.
0: I don't well i haven't been to a buffet since i went vegan because there's no, no right. there's, there's not about no vegan buffets but no. No.
1: yeah i don't i don't i don't hit up places like yeah. that either it's not my favorite i don't really know i've laughed at my mom my mother one time i don't know if it's even still there there was a chinese restaurant called red dragon i like remember it right. i don't know probably shouldn't Advertise the name of it because my mom got pretty severe food poisoning from oh no sushi on the buffet. Ooh, well. I was like, Mom, <laughs> who eats sushi? There. Yeah, who eats sushi off of a buffet? I mean, there's like little baby <laughs> octopus on there. I'm like, Mom, that's gross. It's like, no, uh, I'm getting go, sick just thinking. Right, about it. <laughs> I know. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm not a giant buffet fan anyway. Yeah, personally, yeah. either relating to a wedding or or for, sure. for dinner. So yeah. I'm I'm not terribly sad to see that trend die. Right. That's a bad choice of words, know. We'll probably that. cut all of it okay. out anyway. Probably will. It's just horrible. calling out buffets. Yeah, um, I don't like, yeah, I feel bad saying
0: all that. So uh, the event group, what separates you from other caterers and, and, and whatnot?
2: I think it's our attention to detail. Okay. So I am just super organized. I, I don't know why I was born that way, <laughs> but I am. So I just really make sure that anything that... Can not be a chance is is decided upon so yeah. especially if there's not a planner uh, i know it's left to the caterer the dj the photographer sometimes the venue to mm-hmm. handle more duties than we normally would mm-hmm. caterer being most of that so i just really make sure i ask every question that i can i help with timelines layouts just things that help the event be better That's the difference between us. Oh, and I know
0: every event that I go to where you're at, I'm like, yay, don't have to worry about that. This Mm -hmm. is going to be perfect. It's like having a wedding planner there if Amanda can't be there or anybody else.
2: And we love when there's a planner, believe me. Well,
1: but on our side too, we love having professional other vendors like mm-hmm. we love having people who this is what they do they know what they're doing they know the scary questions to ask right and you know so we all like working together yes. for sure yeah. Exactly. yeah you can definitely
0: tell the professionals from the people who are new to
2: the industry yeah. or just don't care just don't care yeah.
1: like that. exactly. that's, the, that's the sad one yes. and
2: I think sometimes I care so much you know I just really want it to be the best it can be and so I may at times go overboard asking things (laughs) and the people are like why is she asking that it has nothing to do with the food but really it does Uh because I want a whole picture of everything Uh because I'm there if the cake's not there and it's almost time to start I'm going to be finding someone to find out about that cake. Right, you know, right. I'm not just going to let it go. So, I mean, I think that's the difference between us. And we when really it's your business, it right. reflects off of it you. Does. So. Absolutely. It does. Absolutely. It does.
0: It does. All right, let's get into my favorite part. This is our wedding opinions. So, Amanda, I'll let you ask the first question.
1: All right, I want to know, drinking or no drinking at a wedding, alcohol or non? Well. <laughs> and it can be a gray area. You can be a gray area, too. I that's think okay. to
2: have a party, there should be alcohol. I think the mixed drinks Mm -hmm. are when things can get out of hand. Mm -hmm. My biggest issue is when people drink all day. And so the wedding started, the reception's been going on an hour. And it's no fault of the bartender, whether it be our bartender or a hired company. Yeah. Everybody's drunk and it's eight o'clock and we mm-hmm. have to go till midnight. And I'm like, there's no way that everyone's drunk already mm-hmm. when we just opened the bar an hour ago. <laughs> right. You know, so when you drink all day, that is just a huge issue. It's and a recipe so, for disaster. I yeah, mean, it really is. I've been called some nasty names when I've had What a are some of those names? <laughs> Let's go through <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's no. And and even you know the wedding party, the bride and groom. As a groom, I never wanted to be wasted at my own wedding. You don't remember it, and your wedding night is. You passing out next to the bride and waking up the next morning and asking, "Did what we happened? really get married yesterday? What happened? What happened? What the heck? I don't
2: remember any of it. Yeah, and you don't look as attractive when you're no. drunk. True.
0: <laughs> no, or you might think you do. You
2: think you do? Like, and you oh my don't. god, oh, it's so hot right now. So hot. <sighs> You've paid a lot for these photos. Yeah, yeah.
3: and
0: you yeah. wrecked them. Yeah. All. It's just a in look.
2: So yes, drinking. Just be don't be stupid. Be smart. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Everything in moderation. I mean, exactly. magic words right there. So
0: how do you feel about letting the guests eat before the wedding party?
2: Love it or not? I'm fine with it as long as there's not going to be too much time. I think what I don't like is when... The guests are by themselves at a reception for over an hour. Yeah. I just yeah. think that's too long, mm-hmm. and they're bored. They're doing maybe they're drinking more or eating more because they're bored. There's nothing else to do. The party hasn't started with right. you. Mm-hmm. It's just a long time to leave your guests, it and is. I just think over an hour is not good. Well, that's when the guests start coming up to me and like, "When are we going to get gonna this happen? thing started?" I'm waiting on the couple. That's uh...
1: you can feel <laughs> the tension in the room yeah. though, The discomfort. Sometimes in the room. we have
2: to stand at. The buffet and like guard, and guard it because <laughs> yeah. they don't want us to let the kids eat yet, yeah. and so we'll have to do that. Or people will literally ask if we can, if they can have cake <laughs> before yes. it's even no. cut. No, well, they're starving. <laughs> I like at
0: weddings. <laughs> People that go to weddings, it's like they've never eaten in their life. It's true. And they are so hungry. They're starving. They haven't eaten in months. Uh They're like, oh, my God, i got to eat. Oh, so hungry. Oh, when are we going to eat? It's like the end of the world. You're going to
2: be okay, for (laughs) sure.
1: This will end. But yes, if you
2: want to let them go ahead and eat, we're fine with that. And again, we're watching to make sure. Sure. But still, do not leave your guests over an hour unattended.
1: My guess would be a lot of that would be weddings that don't have planners people that aren't aware I mean I'm sure it happens and I know I've been in situations before I'm like I'm trying to get them in here y'all I'm trying so hard they're not they're, you know they're still doing fiction you know photos or mm-hmm. whatever but my guess is a lot
2: of times that's maybe an an, an, an unknowing mistake it can be it can mm-hmm. be that it can be that the people are just not timely people and right. they that's, just can't yes. get around and get to the next thing mm-hmm. um, well you do see it a lot with new photographers though too Sure,
0: or or the just do know yeah. sure. oh my gosh we've been taking pictures for over an hour yeah. while their guests are waiting we didn't know their guests couldn't eat all that right. kind of stuff right yeah
2: it could be a lot of
1: factors sure for sure yeah garden bouquet let's touch on the traditional yay or nay to the mm. garden bouquet because
0: you listen to this this podcast you know yeah. how we feel yeah about the garden and the bouquet
2: uh, you still like it right the i like the bouquet, bouquet
1: and yeah. you Gar- don't I'm, like it. i'm, them I'm over, over the garden both right. of them. i don't yeah. mean i don't have a strong opinion on the bouquet i think it's still a sweet gesture because of the history behind uh-huh. it but the Garter, I could. Meh. I think we could do without
2: them both. Yeah, but totally. I don't think it's something we say, okay, this is what you have to do. No. I think it's something, do you want to do this?
0: And yeah, we let them pick, but when they do pick, you kind of make a face like, oh. <laughs>
2: okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, you make growing. your opinion well known. Oh, I it can't believe it. <laughs> kinda, I mean, it just seems awkward a lot of times. Yeah. it's painful. But
0: it's I, painful. I think a lot of couples just do it because their friends did it, or yeah. they think they're uh-huh. supposed to do it. Like well, if you so. don't do it, nobody's gonna notice. Nobody's gonna cry about or it or care. That's yeah. right. Maybe your mom or your grandma, and then you just say, "Hey, we don't do this." anymore. Yeah.
2: I had this over. thing when I got married and I didn't want people to stand when you walked down the aisle. Oh, yes, really? I just didn't. I don't know why. Huh. So, I didn't have people stand. Wow. How, How did, did you
1: keep them from? That's interesting because that, I still, even if the mother of the bride doesn't stand sometimes, I still have people that yeah. jump up because they feel like they have to. I How think I had that? a
2: little note, a discreetly worded note in the program. Very nice. I did. If you stand, okay. you will be slapped you will. by the bride <laughs> after the wedding. That's what it said. Wow. Or you'll be kicked out. For I sure. like that. Okay. All
1: right. <laughs> well, this has been fun. So fun. You're fun to talk to you. We all know thank that, you. but you're fun to talk to you.
0: Yes. And, you know, this is the first episode back into kind of the real world that we didn't have to be on Zoom. Yes. I'm pretty pumped about that.
1: Yeah, we probably should still be on Zoom. I'm a little bit nervous about your cough. And this you. is an
0: optical illusion. <laughs> Amanda's actually six feet away from me. Yes. You know, this is all. Yes.
2: We're very far apart.
0: But thank you so much for joining Thanks, us. Guys. If we want to find you, you and, and get a hold of you for any of our catering needs, where do we need to go?
2: So you can go to eventgroupcatering.com. It has our phone number, our email, anything you need. I'm always there to answer. So okay. Shelly, everybody.
0: Amanda, I'll ask you the last words. Anything
1: from you? Yeah, I should have eaten lunch before I did this. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. And I
2: should have bought food. Yes, and um, bought food. that's why we invited you <laughs> oh in the first place. I oh
1: my gosh, Samples are
0: required. I Thanks everybody failed. for joining us. This my is God. the I Do IQ podcast. See you next time. Bye. Okay. Thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe and expect a new exciting episode each and every week. Please follow us on social as well at iDoIQ Podcast. If you have a guest recommendation or a topic you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please let us know. The iDoIQ Podcast is recorded at the most amazing studio in Northwest Arkansas and by the most amazing and best-looking people in all the world, Go Rogue X. You can follow them on social as well at GoRogueX or visit them online at GoRogueX.com They truly are amazing and if you're looking to start a podcast, they are your go-to people. Also, a big shout out to our creative people, David Kinney from Forward all the way from the great state of Michigan. You can check his website out, theforwardcreative.com, for all your logo and design needs. And for more information on Brock and Amanda, please visit djbrockentertainment.com and
3: amandareedweddings.com. Thank you again, and we'll see you on the next episode.